Warm greetings from sunny Warsaw, the whole church taking the gospel to the whole world. We'll see how it was done by the Philip. I call him flying evangelist. Please open book of Acts chapter 8 verse 26 to 40. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in the charge of all treasury of Candice, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, Go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what are you reading? Philip asked. How can I? He said. Unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. The eunuch was reading the passage of scripture. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before the Sharer in silent, so he didn't open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with the very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. Why shouldn't I be baptized? Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. The official answered, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came up, out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch didn't see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. We are going to look at this passage as an example of personal evangelization. Who was the stage manager of the situation? The Holy Spirit. What did Spirit do? He found a proper man. He made him interested with a prayer, scripture and the temple. These facts show us the work of preparation made by the Holy Spirit. He can do it without any help from Christian. So the Holy Spirit prepares the one who is going to be evangelized a long time before we meet him. Philip knew the voice of his master. This voice leads Philip to the desert. We ought to remember that he was taken up from the middle of the revival and sent to a wilderness in such an idea coming from the Lord. The Holy Spirit sent Philip to the wilderness, but he didn't say why. Philip didn't put unnecessary question. He learned to listen. He stood up and went. 29 verse says how the Holy Spirit pointed him a proper man. Philip was able to recognize this impulse. 
Do you have such a thoughts to suggest you to talk with other about Jesus? God very clearly pointed him to the man whom he was to speak with. I don't have to be in evangelistic obsession, always ready to stop everybody on the street and put him a question. Do you know where you will go when you die? When I am under the control of the Holy Spirit, he leads me to the right person in the right place and the right time. Jesus so often led the whole crowd to see a single person. What was the result of Philip's evangelization? 100% among the listeners were saved. Would you like to take part in such evangelization? God pointed him to the chariot and the person, but didn't say how to start the conversation. We often expect that God is going to do the work for us. How did Philip begin the conversation? By asking a question. You can also start conversation the same way, but start it from the place and the situation where your listener is. He didn't start the conversation by talking about the miracles, healing the handicapped man or mysterious disappearance of the apostle from the prison. He began from the place and the situation where his listener was at the very moment. He put the question, do you understand what you are reading? Look again how humble he was. An evangelist through whom the hundreds of people came to the Lord is running after the chariot of Ethiopian man. Before Philip gave him an answer, he listened to him very carefully. Now he is listening to what Ethiopian said. He didn't say, it is so simple, didn't you know it? He didn't break his sentence saying, no, listen what I want to say. No, he just listened. Can you really listen to the people? At first Philip asked the question, but now he's waiting for question from him. Philip didn't speak about the gospel, but gave him the gospel. Imagine the following situation. Somebody fell down and they broke his leg. You see the situation, come closer to this man and give him following advice. Someone have to wrap your leg carefully and you should go to the doctor. Is this what he really needs? No, he needs your help, not just your talking about the help. People don't need to be told about the gospel. They need the gospel. Later, we are reading that there was a baptism. But keep it in mind or that all happened in the desert place. It's easy to find enough water to baptize somebody in the desert. What does it tell us about the whole situation? Whole event is under the control of the Holy Spirit. Now Philip is living with the heavenly helicopter. God didn't lead him into the situation with extraordinary way. Very often we expect something like this. At first he walked, secondly he ran, finally he flew away with heavenly helicopter. Do not try to change this order. The last thought. Philip was not afraid that Ethiopian will backslide from God because of his solitude. He was not left alone. He knew his Savior, he had the scripture, he knew how to pray and he had a man to pray for him. Remember, Jesus is the Lord. He controls all situations. It is him who, through his spirit, leads fish and fishermen to the meeting place. Are you under his guidance and power? Jesus said, 
Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. It's a promise, first promise in the New Testament. So many times we have a grudge against God saying, Where is my health, my money, prosperity? But you have forgotten about the precious promise he has given his disciples. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Do you still want to keep a grudge against God? Where is my health, my money, where is my new house? Or maybe you want to confess, Lord, forgive me that I have forgotten about your precious promise. Lord, make me a fisher of men. Follow me and I will make you a fisher of men. This is his promise and responsibility. Are you his follower or just his fan?